suggest simply stating the truth to her. It's clear we get results when the subject is in an intense, heightened emotional state, but this is too much for her mind overall. To just rip the band-aid off after a few weeks into a treatment, an experimental treatment at that, it could have devastating effects on her psyche. And on top of that, you're a complete stranger to her. Even your magic compound might not be enough to undo the damage. She's no longer of service to this. She needs to be removed. There was no further conversation. I don't need to sugarcoat this or drag it out or make it palatable for her. The truth is the truth. She's not fit for this program. It's better that it comes from me. These are not mindless test dummies. They're people. They're numbers. When you look at your sheets, the analytics on the paper, you see numbers. She is a number. Numbers do not have feelings. Numbers do not need our sympathy. Well, we are working towards something greater. Yes, I, I understand. The, these numbers do have feelings. Worse than that, they have disorders. We could retreat further into it. it. could cause her to have a mental break. I'm sorry. Are you having an issue with your job? You knew what you signed up for. You know what we're working on. I will not have any compromise. I signed up to help these people. And we are helping people. Not yet, though. We're getting there. I can't, in good conscience, simply walk in there and tell her the truth. Then you can leave. Fine, I will. They've got group therapy anyway. It's nice to see you guys again. You've been gone a while. It's nice to see you too. Do you think they're coming? Anytime soon? Maybe. I'm. Are we allowed to ask what you were up to? Like, was it another test? I don't know anymore. I don't. I don't know if. If you want, well, look at Charles' neck. That happened. What happened to your neck? Oh, I don't. Your <clears throat> neck? I don't know. It was suddenly there. I, uh... It seems like I lost a week of time. I... remember wandering the halls and 
going about my business. I remember that everyone that I just talked to said that we were all having a tests and I had to wait my turn. We had to be isolated. So for a week, I wandered around and read and made food and slept. Well, as much as I could. Wait, what? But I came back. Marvin saw the whatever that is. No, no idea. No recollection of that at all. But you read and you cooked and you ate and you walked these hallways. I thought so. The thing is, Lisbeth and I have been together with no sign of you guys. Sorry, I'm a little late. Um, apologies. Um, you're not usually quite so late, but, uh, it's been a busy day. Um, okay. So, how is everybody feeling today? Everybody okay? All right to, uh, uh partake in the session? Good. Are you okay, Charles? I'm fine. Marvin? Y yeah. Good. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, uh, I, I did have some, uh, some, some activities that I thought we could go through, but I'd, I think I'd rather hear from, uh, from each of you individually, uh, just just to sort of check in on how you're all holding up. Um, I think maybe if we could go around and uh, we can discuss uh, how each of you are feeling. I, for example, am feeling rather overwhelmed. I'm a little jet lagged. I'm feeling quite uh, tired uh, from that. I travelled to uh, London recently and. Uh, seem to be able to shake off that time difference um how about um how about you Lisbeth how is the how is the uh how is the program treating you Was, was the time we were left completely alone part of that? Um, well, I, I wasn't here to oversee no your... Uh, no one was here, right. Um, I, I, well, we're, we're quite staffed. Um, there should have been people here. Maybe you just missed them. Uh, I wasn't actually... Uh, present, so uh, I can't quite say what precisely happened without going over all the hours and hours of footage, but I assure you I don't sit here all day and all night watching you all 
Um, Is it safe for our doctor to leave us? Well, um, I'm, I'm... What if something was to happen? Well, I'm a, a, a psychiatrist. I don't really practice in medicine. We have uh, trained nurses and staff. If uh, anything uh, should happen to you physically. Oh, do we get to meet them? Well, you should have met Nadine. is uh, quite well trained. Um, while I understand you have uh, had your differences, uh, Hank is uh, able to administer uh, CPR and the like, should anything dangerous happen, but the medication shouldn't shouldn't have any adverse effects besides any sort of nauseas and sicknesses. Uh, Are you suffering from anything like that? Nausea, no. Any unwellness at all? Uh, Just just an uneasiness with the methods here, I suppose. Hmm. And you've been taking your medication? Not, not since my, I, I was told I had a severe allergic reaction. Yes. And I, I have no. I felt like my body was on fire. And, uh, how has that made you feel? with regards to going back onto the medication. Rather nervous, I suppose. Hmm. Anybody else? Any adverse, uh, physical symptoms? Sickness? Nausea? Diarrhea? Hank has a wound. A wound? That's a rather nasty bruise. What's that? Well, it's healing. There was a cut. <laughs> you can still see it. A little bit under the bruise. Well, what, what on earth someone, did you do, Someone cut me. Someone? Could be me, I suppose. Do you have any suspicions? Are you seriously asking me that? Yes. Be nice, Charles. He might be the only one that can help us. Yeah, I mean specifically. Do I have any suspicions? Yes, many. You believe it was uh, one of the members of staff, or somebody else in this room? If it was staff, you'd know, wouldn't you? Mm, you'd think so, but... Uh... Well, I'm not uh, privy to all the information, and again, I am not a, a, a trained uh, a physician, or uh, nor do I understand the full science but, behind the medication. I'm a, a but you, a, you're you're trained in human interaction, well, meaning yeah. you talk to your coworkers, the other people who work here, yes. and none of them mentioned this, whether I did it to myself or it mysteriously appeared, like no one's mentioned that? Well, am I to understand that you, uh, suffered a little memory loss? Uh, A sort of, uh, short-term amnesiac response over the time? 
Can you repeat the question? Uh, were you experiencing uh, any memory loss over the period of time in which you uh, found yourself with this injury? No. I don't know. It's not the point of memory loss. So you don't remember? Well, you would presumably remember something. I'll tell you what I told the group. I remember week before last, walking around, being isolated. Everyone else was doing their own isolation tests. I was told I was waiting my fucking turn. Pardon my language. I'm sorry, ladies. But I was waiting my turn. And then I was in I went back to my uh, room and Marvin was there and he pointed out that I had something on my neck. I looked in the mirror, shocked as one might assume, because I don't remember cutting myself. I don't remember going into surgery. And, uh, Marvin had a similar story of his week. Mm, do you have any wounds? Injuries? Marvin? Me? No, no. No, I don't. We, we checked. We, we, we looked. Not that I could see. So, so you, you don't know what happened to him? I'm afraid not. Um, the side effects of the medication um, they range um, all across the board, psychologically speaking, including short-term memory loss. Um, you may even have had a, a, a light-headed episode. I'm sorry, Doctor. I'm just going to just... You're saying you don't know. No. You're saying you don't know what happens with your staff when they're missing. You're saying you don't know the side effects of this medication when we're taking it. These adverse effects which are happening to us. I'm sorry, but aren't you supposed to be our doctor? You're supposed to have our best interests at heart. And yet you say you have no clue about all these fundamental logistics which are happening surrounding our care, surrounding our admission here in your facility. This is not good enough. I'm sorry, but it's not. It's good enough for me. It's not good enough for anyone else in this room. You need to do better. Well, those are a lot of different uh, conflicting questions um, with regards to the medication. I absolutely do not know what the effects can range from. I've experienced varying different responses to the medication. Uh, that is the primary reason that you are all here, is to discover what this medication can do. But then you do admit you should my... have control in regards to your staff and the fact that they are not taking care of us, the fact that they are going missing, AWOL, mistreatment. Now, when you say they're going missing, do you just mean from your There was no one here, Linda. Hall? There was no one. For days. Usually, we would see them around, you know, like pretending to do things, but listening. Um, maybe restocking things in the kitchen, or in the laundry room, or just milling around doing your things. There was no one. This was a ghost. But you town. had food? Yes, we had food. 
Thankfully, we didn't starve. Could have done. How can they you starve here. with, uh, with food present? Well, depending if your staff didn't come back, and we had no access to more. Did they return? Yes, they returned. And acted as if nothing happened. Hmm. Dr. Lindorm, I have a question for you. Yes. Do you know what a key card is? A key card? Um, it's like a... Like a... It's about the size of a driver's license. It has something... Like a credit card strip or, or something in it. It opens doors, I guess. You ever seen um, one of those? Do you use one? Hi there. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, I just need uh, Lydia. Um. Uh, well, she's scheduled for group therapy, Nadine. I know that. Um. But Dr. Lindorm would like to speak with her now. It can't wait. There's two Dr. Lindorms? Yes, right. Lady, if you can come this way. Uh, okay. So there is another doctor on the facility. Oh, when... there are several, of course. So when we were left completely alone, where you were, were they? What are, you, what are you talking about? We have been alone. Completely alone. Is this part of the program? Elizabeth, you've never been completely alone. That's absurd. I've been here the entire time, first of all. Where? Plus the staff. Well, you can staff. always come and see me. But... Uh, we would never leave you alone. Lies. We were very, very alone. And the doctor just told us he was in London? Oh, I see what's happening. Yes, uh, he had a conference, but the rest of us were here. He didn't abandon you, he came back. And, uh, I do apologize, but I, I have to, uh, deliver Lydia. You can just come with me. Okay. To what? Lydia, do you want me to take your notebook or something and hold it? I can bring it back. Yeah, I'll bring her back. Thank you. Can, um, anyone go with her? I could go with her. I mean, you don't have to be in the same room, but like, wait in the hall. It would be no trouble. We've, we've bonded over the time spent not alone, apparently, and I would have no problem accompanying if Lydia doesn't want to be alone. Well, she's not alone. I'm with her, and she'll be speaking one-on-one -on -one with the doctor, and that should be a private conversation. Oh, it's all right. Lydia, I... are you okay? I feel okay. Um, can Elizabeth not come with me? <laughs> I, she should stay in group therapy. I mean, if, if you'd like to walk down the hallway, you're more than welcome to do so, but uh, I'm afraid you'd be missing out on part of your agreement, which is sticking through the treatment. Sticking to group uh... therapy. Elizabeth, you stay here. I'll be fine. I'll, I'll be back later. 
Okay. You sure? Yeah, we'll be okay. You, I'll see you in a bit, okay? You say she's... We'll see. She's coming back. Because the last time you, you took someone, I didn't see them for a very long time. You took someone? I didn't take anyone. Yes, you did. You you took Charles. I... And then he came back with a thing on his neck. What? Mm-hmm. Lydia, right this way, please. Okay. I don't like this. So dark. Yes. You gotta answer my question? I'm going to answer several questions. Um... But we'll start with this. The medication has many side effects. One of which seems to be an enhanced sense of paranoia. Um, for one thing, small lapses in time, memory, will lead to a sense of discomfort, and that will lead to a heightened sense of paranoia. Um, with... Uh, this being an uncomfortable situation for each of you, that will lead to an enhanced sense of paranoia as well. On top of that, there are a lot of strange things going on, um, and there are tests, tests that are rather obvious, tests which are less so, and... Just a, a quick question, if I may. It, this is paranoia? You're saying my paranoia caused this. I'm saying that perhaps you fell and injured yourself and attributed to fall. that. You had an perhaps, incision. Perhaps you fell. How would he have fallen on his neck? Just because one is paranoid doesn't necessarily mean there's nothing going on. I would recommend that you take faith in each other. At the moment, they're going to be all eyes on Lydia. Elizabeth, I would, uh, I would uh, recommend that you stay close to Lydia and uh, observe her as best you can in the coming days. Observe her. It can be very hard to uh, open up to others and in, in, in trust with others and you're going to find it more difficult not just to open up to me and to the other doctors and nurses and orderlies here but even to each other but I'd recommend that you uh, rely on each other you can't rely on what you're seeing and what you're feeling and with How? this medication you're going to be feeling odd and you're going to experience strange things but you can rely on each other to a degree and I would uh I would like it if you did that at first take confidence in each other and then in yourselves but also look at the evidence and what's being presented in front of you you can't entirely entrust that what you're seeing 
what you're feeling and what you're experiencing is true and uh, jumping to conclusions not you always seem, the best uh, you seem a little tense doc is that uh, that other Dr. Lindorm that's your uh, is that your dad you seem to Maybe think that mom. I'm a I mean it's the 80s my ladies can be doctors now you uh, seem to think that I find myself at the very top of the food chain here, but I am little more than a consultant on your psychological well-being. And uh, I, I'm not in charge, okay? But I am here to help. I want what's best for you, and hopefully at the end of this program there will be a medication that can help many, many others. And that's what I believe in. I truly don't know what happened to your neck, Charles. I don't know whether you did it to yourself. I don't know whether you fell. I don't know whether you experienced a strange lapse in your own judgment, your own memories. Unfortunately, the medication can create all sorts of strange side effects. And Charles, I don't know if we did it to you or not. <clears throat> what would you describe as your function here, Dr. Lindorm? I wish I knew. What if you, uh, what does that mean? It's not very reassuring. Yes, that's right. It's not. And I'm afraid that there's not a lot of reassurance for you, other than I hope that the medication works out. I hope that we discover some breakthroughs, and uh, I wish we had more time to work on you, yourselves, your therapy, but I'm afraid I don't know whether we have that sort of time together. If you don't see me within the next two weeks, again, get to know yourselves and each other. Can I ask Sounds like um, government. Government program. Well, the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing. The only person that sees it all is very tippy-top. Well. That may be the case. I can say this much. I don't think you're in any direct danger. I don't think there's anything nefarious going on outside of what I understand the program to be, but... I do, uh, I do think that the, uh, the program has, uh, side effects. Unfortunately, you are the ones who are going to feel the brunt of those side effects, whether they help you in the long run or not. 
Did you have a question, Elizabeth? I'm sorry. Sorry. I don't understand how making us feel worse is supposed to help us in the long run. Say we're gonna have all these side effects and see things. I can't. Well, I just wanna feel is... better, not more lost. There's no cure-all for your issues, any of you. There's no cure-all for our psychological traumas. There's just simply not, not in, in science. There is techniques, there are therapies, the things that I've trained in that can help, and it takes a long time, and it takes a lot of self-assurance and, and work from yourselves, and we just don't have that time to work with each other. Perhaps this medication is that cure-all. If we could simply operate on your minds and remove the traumas, well, we would do it the same way we might do with a, a tumor. Uh, or, or, or perhaps we could work on medications for illnesses, grids, but there just, there is nothing for the mind. If the other doctors working on this medication can work through the side effects, it really, really will be a, a huge groundbreaking medication for people who are suffering, yourselves included, mentally, psychologically, but... Are you afraid, Dr. Lindorm? No. You seem like... I'm not afraid. No. I'm concerned. I... I have the same concerns as you. I'm not afraid that you're going to find yourselves in, uh... in any real physical danger. Small incisions aside. I am concerned that the medication that you're taking will help only those in the future. And that... And that you're... Yes. More akin to soldiers. See, Charles. They never cared. However, that doesn't mean the medication won't work. That doesn't mean that the... that the side effects in the long run won't work or help you. It's just not what I'm used to... to, uh... to working on. This is not how I... treat patients, usually.
You must be Lydia. My name is Dr. Lindor. Are you nervous? A bit. Good. You should be. Do you want help from us? Yes, of course. Do you really? Uh, yes. We're going to determine if you really do. Would you like to explain to me anything on your conscience? Something that you might not have been truthful with? Because the way I see it, we have two issues. Either you're lying, or you really have some different belief of how things are. We will find out which one of them is the case. So again, is there anything you'd like to tell me now before we begin? Think carefully. I... I haven't lied about anything. You I mean, sure? maybe I was... Maybe I was vague on my form, but... Never lied. What did you fake on your form? I was vague. Didn't go into bunches of detail. And why is that? Do you want to fill out your worst nightmare in a piece of paper for a stranger to read? The thing that's hurt you most? Or would you keep it short? and plain as needs be, and just enough. I understand your feelings. You're vulnerable. You don't want others to know how hurt you really are. But that's why we're here. To help you, and others like you. And if you aren't forthcoming with what's damaged you, then how can we repair you? I understand. Do you remember her? Who? Funny. You did care for her quite a bit. You mean Hazel? Run me by exactly how your trauma occurred. How do you remember it? Well, Hazel and I and school became very close friends. I told her lots of things about my home life. And for some reason she understood me like no one else really did. You had a connection. 
How strong was this connection? Did you love her? Yes. I loved her. I love, I love her. And Tell me that's... what really happened. We knew a lot of people wouldn't understand. We left school early. Hazel had this brown car with a soft top. Her parents gave it to her as an early graduation present. Went to her house. She'd, she'd had stuff packed for days. Food, money, clothes, things we would need. We were both gonna get jobs. And just work it out from there. We were, we were gonna leave to where it was more accepting. They we were gonna go to to, to California because apparently there you can find so many friends of Dorothy and it's not just you <laughs> we got the things from her house we went to mine like I don't know, 2 or 3 p.m. I didn't have much to pack, really. Toothbrush. Hairbrush. Other bits and pieces. I was upstairs getting things in my room. Hazel was waiting for me downstairs. I came down and my dad was back. I don't know if the school rang him at work or <laughs> he was there and he had Hazel by the throat pushed into an armchair. Felt so angry. I just ran at him and I pushed him off the... <sighs> Tried the front door, but he locked it. It's like he... He wanted to trap us there. Like mice in a cage. I grabbed Hazel's hand and we ran. I tried each door. They pushed and I ran until I got into the garage. I turned around and he... I turned around and... He had his gun which he kept in the cabinet. I thought he was going to kill us both there and then. 
I tried to grab for it, and so did Hazel. Did it just... it... it struggled. Next I remember I'd... searing pain in my head. I think he hit me with it. And all I remember is hitting the ground. Seeing stars. Brightest light. If someone finally switched the world on. Next thing I saw was the gun. And it got so close. Pressing it right there. Kneeling over me. I reached and grabbed. I found a screwdriver. And I killed him. I stabbed him right there, as hard as I could. And I'm not going to apologize for that. He was a monster. And he deserved to die. What he did to me. And I'll never apologize for that. But where is Hazel? She's... She's waiting. She knew I like, couldn't go if I was still having all these nightmares. Oh. <sighs> so I signed up to your program. Get better. Stop these nightmares so he could leave us alone. Finally. So he would stop chasing us. I see. Then we could finally go to California. So out of the two mentioned in the beginning, you really aren't lying to me. I feel for you. You lose a loved one. The lies we tell our mind, so we can bear the Loved burden. one? You think I loved him? You didn't love him. Do you want to know the truth? What do you mean? This project aims to... solve. Life's traumas, the burden that comes with it. Our program is far more than groundbreaking. It is the next step of human evolution. Do you truly realize what you signed up for? I'll be honest, we I don't think I did. Bill weighing over my head. Let me put it to you this way. When our ancestors first discovered fire, they lessened life's suffering. They could see in the darkness the vastness, the fear that once consumed them faded away. The warmth of the fire drove away the cold, 
and they were able to nourish themselves with its heat. Since then, humans have been quite clever in adapting to suffering. Inventions further pushing and pushing our limitations, further easing our sufferings. And now where, hundred, maybe a thousand years ago, things are so vastly different we cannot even comprehend. The one space that we have never ventured, where we're venturing now, has been with us since the very beginning. We have been born with these limitations, born with natural instincts to understand right from wrong, pain, pleasure. We seek to control that, to understand it. This is much greater than anything out there. Its success could bring about a utopia, even. It could surely help you, the pains that you're feeling can confront your lies as you spin yourself. What? The clarity I told you I'm you... not lying. You see a distorted truth. Before you, your mind refuses to believe reality. These pills would seek to clear the way, to see forward. It does not do well to dwell on the past and the mechanisms inside of our head to ease our pain only seek to further and prolong it. We continue onwards through this darkness with nothing. We stumble upon the rocks and we are vulnerable to predators. We are prey. This project seeks to illuminate the mind to cut through the darkness, to see what is true, to no longer let yourself be imprisoned by your own mind. Even now, you want to escape, but you've tricked yourself into believing some falsity, how things really happened. Of course, I could tell you, or I could show you the truth. What really happened? I told you what really happened. You told me what you've told yourself what happened. No matter how hard you try, you'll always come to the same memories. The memories that you fabricated to make things seem so much easier. Believe me, I've been there. I've made the same follies, believed in the same lies. But then I saw. Everything was clear. Man is capable of inventions. Why have we not? made an invention to cure ourselves. Show me, please. 
the choice is yours. Whether you want to see or not. Though, it's not perfected. That's what we're working towards. That's what this is all about. We are close, very close. Do you now understand your part in this project? What it means for humanity? The people that you'll be helping, including yourself? Man made fire because man was capable of making fire. The mind is the mind and you can't, you can't change that. Who says we can't? We are already doing it. The mind is the mind. It's the one thing that we have not learned yet to control. We can control light, fire. We can control where our crops are grown, where we rest our head at night. We can control many things, thanks to technology, thanks to advancements, thanks to perseverance, thanks to Lightening our suffering. Why can we not lighten the suffering of living through our eyes? Because one can only do so much to improve the things around us when really what needs to be improved is us. It makes sense, doesn't it? Why put a bucket under the leak when you can fix the leak? So I'm broken. You are. According to you. Can you fix me? We can. And if you work with us, we will. I'll make you an offer. I'm listening. Tell me what really happened. What really happened. And you can do as many tests as you need. Fix me. To fix others. If you tell me what really happened. That's my offer. We can do this two ways. You can see for yourself. Or I can tell you, but I must warn you. These come with consequences. Ones that I still bear. But can be managed. How about I leave them with you? I... Oh. 
I don't know if I'm ready to... How do I know they'll do what you... They, 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 how do I know that they will do... What, what you're saying to me? All these tests before, they've been tricks and delusions. I want to hear it from you. I want, I want to hear it from your mouth. You want the truth? Yes, I want the truth. I'm a product of my own creation. They work. But that's not what we're using on you. Tell me what happened. One person died in that story. I know that. It wasn't your father. She's gone. And you've been telling yourself a lie. No, 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 she's not gone. She's not gone. She's waiting for me outside. In a proverbial heaven, maybe. But on this earth, she is gone. You wanted the truth, and the truth hurts. But there is a way to ease the suffering. <laughs> to overcome it, to process your grief, to continue forward, to function once again. No, you're you're ju you're just lying. You're just lying to me. Because <laughs> my grandparents, they were saying, "Oh, the funeral! You gotta go to the funeral." <laughs> it was his funeral. It was his. It was, it was their son and his funeral that they wanted me to go to. <laughs> it was. It was his funeral. Did your grandparents attend the funeral? Yes. I didn't go. <laughs> they knew. They probably tried to convince you. But you wouldn't believe it. The lies we tell ourselves to make the burden less painful <laughs> I'm here to help you this facility is here to help you I don't want to see anyone suffer like this that's why I originally set out to create this program to create the cure to ascend this to process grief to become 
more than ourselves. The possibilities are endless. The pain that you feel now, the inability to process the lie that you've been telling yourself, all be avoided if our experiment is successful. You know the truth. You, you, you know the, how can you say she dies? Ha, ha, you don't know the truth. You, you don't know what happened. Uh, what happened. We have the reports. We wouldn't be here if you didn't lie on your application. That was the inconsistency. That's why we're here. No, I, I needed to find lie. out whether you were lying or you were telling yourself a false truth. Read it yourself. I'm not reading we that. Have the report. I'm, I'm not reading that. If you're so right, you read it. The truth. You read it for me. This is your burden to bear, not mine. You That's said you'd tell I'm me the truth. Here. This was part of our offer. This is you... the truth. <laughs> One victim stabbed in the neck. The other victim shot. Blood out. They say it took an hour for her to bleed out. Do you still think I'm lying? <laughs> That's what it says right here. You can't run from this truth, but we're here to help, like I said. I'd like to go back to my room, please. <laughs> I'll leave and let you process things. Nadine will be here shortly.
You're in no danger. Not from us or our staff. You seem like like one of the few here that maybe is, you clearly don't know what's going on all the way. You're not being told. I, I spent my life looking at people and seeing how they react to things and their body language and studying how they're reacting to me. So I know that what you're saying and how you're being with us is tr truthful. To be honest, you're about the only one that is working here that I even somewhat trust. Not all the way, because you're part of all this. But I don't think all of this is exactly the way you thought it was going to be. Am I, am I right? Am I on the right track here? Or Pretty much. Or you, you're not going to... Oh, okay, good. I thought you were going to lie to me. <laughs> uh, however, I know what the... Uh experimental treatment aims are. I know somewhat what the compound is made of, and I understand what the intention of outcome is. It's, uh... It's not for our benefit, is it? might be a side effect but it seems like what they want and what we want not the same there is some uh, crossover area that was the area that I was hoping to work in <clears throat> we don't know what you're doing here doc why do you keep coming to work? Well, I, uh... I suppose if I don't, then who will? You have, uh, each other in this process. Can we leave? Yes. I suppose you can. I don't know if I can advise it. I don't know if, uh... Staying and completing the... program will... bear any fruit for you or not. Results... vary. Uh, well, <clears throat> I've turned it over in my mind, and, uh, well, the question of how much am I willing to endure if this actually does what I want it to, this testing and drugs and group therapy. It is. But it's getting closer. To the point of me just 
giving up, getting. There's only so much a man can take. Just want you to be aware of that. Well, I always assume that when one signs up for our project, they're at the end of their tether anyway. You've tried everything, you said so yourself. And, uh, whether you want to admit it to yourselves or not, going back out there is not going to help you. Staying in here might. Right, but... Someone asked me to <clears throat> cut off my arm to save my leg, or vice versa. It's a tough choice. See what I'm saying? Well, either way, you're going to have to live with some pain. That's why I'm here. Precisely. This might be your only hope, all of you, of diminishing, if not entirely extinguishing that pain. It's possible. It really is. But the cost is, uh, another variable. Sounds like you've seen it work. I think I have. But I'm not sure anymore. They won't... They won't let us leave, will they? You don't have to Do say Do you anything. want to? Do you really want to leave? I spend time thinking about every scenario that could possibly happen, so this is me just finding out my options. And since you're the one person that maybe is telling the truth, even a little, maybe. You all came running, frightened, from out there in here, only to run frightened from in here, back out there. Why not? See it through. Maybe only one of you will show results, but wouldn't you rather walk out there fearless, content, Sounds like you're a and justify the means kind of person. Unfortunately, that's all this project is. <clears throat> well, Marvin, if. 
you wanted to go, no one would think any less of you. I'm a pretty, pretty tough guy. And my breaking point, I haven't reached it yet, but I can see it from where I'm standing. It's not me saying I want to leave. To be honest with you, Charles, I, this is the most I've talked to anybody ever. So if there's anything they're doing right, it's that. But I don't know if it's them doing that or you or me. So there's... And, and now I... I and now that I'm talking to people, to you, I can't. I, I don't want to just leave. And I don't know if I should thank them or, or you or, or myself. I, it's all blurry. It's all. No, I, I don't want to leave. But am I suspicious? Am I worried? Am I scared? You're goddamn right I am. Well, that's perfectly understandable, and frankly, I don't think that's going to change. Uh, But you're here now. And, uh... Would I turn you away before you signed these forms? I'm not so sure. But you've already signed them. You've already begun the process. And when I look around at each of you... What do you have to lose? Might as well, uh, fight here, even if it's a last stand. Yes, you might come off worse than you were before, but you might feel better. There might be improvements. And there's not too much that my therapy can do for you in such a short time, but the medication might. You're not going to get any better going out there. <clears throat> Do you believe in this program, Dr. Lindorm? Yes, I think I do. I think it bears fruit that is usable in my line of work. I think, I think it's unfortunate that experiments, projects like this have to, have to exist and have to be conducted. How they are conducted is, uh, 
is why I am here. back did you even know what that was yes I... the uh, conditions for the medication to work very slightly less than the variables of the side effects and um, each of you fit those conditions in a certain way however Lydia has uh, provided the uh, other doctors with insight as I'm to understand it and they want to uh, Explore her uh, potential first. You don't know, do you? <laughs> That's okay. I guess. <clears throat> She'll be fine. And you'll all be fine, but I think we really should should trust in each other during this time. It's really the only advice I can give you all at this stage. You have to uh, Well, you don't want to be alone for it. Are you alone, Doctor? We shall see. my fault. I should have double-checked your form. Don't you want to help me? Yes, of course I do. 
Why did you lie, Nadine? Why about what? I didn't lie. We're gonna be fine. Just a test. Well, they are just tests, and you are going to You'll be fine. You'll get better. I do believe you can get better, yes. What are you exactly trying to get better from? From the nightmares to stop. Okay, well... You aren't... You aren't broken in the way that you think you're broken. Cameras are off. It's just you and me right now. I was watching your conversation with the doctor. There is nothing wrong with you. You made a mistake. And you will have to carry that mistake and that guilt for a while. I you will have I was to broken. <laughs> Sweetie. Loving somebody is nothing to be ashamed of. You're not broken. And this program isn't going to change that. It's nothing to be fixed. But I do think you need to be honest with yourself about what happened and deal with that. That's what's giving you nightmares. Truth is just lingering in your brain in there somewhere. Eating away at you. Swallow you up if you're not careful. You know what really happened? I do now, yeah. If I've got to accept this to get better, then I need to know, don't I? Would you like to read it? No? Okay. All right. I don't think you're a good fit for this program, Lydia. I think this program is trying to do something very specific. I think perhaps it's best if you went to California. Met 
some new friends. <laughs> me, California. here for a minute you can let that out <laughs> I just need you to know it's not your fault it, it was a mistake and what happened was horrific haunt you more than any nightmare I plead with you not to go down that road there's so many different ways it could have gone down but it didn't it went down this way so hard to do that right now, sweetie. I've... I've asked someone to get your things. I think you should ask to leave. Right now. Ask me to leave. Not yet, when I turn the camera back on. Oh, yes, we will. No, you won't. <laughs> well... What do I leave to? Hope, the unknown, the future. I know it doesn't seem like it now. She, she. She was my future. But she wasn't your only future. And I don't think she would want you stuck here. I'd give anything to be with her. To have her back. That's what I want. That's what I was afraid of. We can't fix that. 
This program is designed with something else in mind. You're not broken. Something horrific happened to you. And you need to talk to someone and put in the work to live with that trauma. You don't need fixing. Okay? Now in a second, that light is going to turn back on. And I'm going to give you an option. And you're going to ask me to leave. Okay? Okay. Okay. Well, we have two options. We have this experimental uh, branch of this program, which we can uh, move toward and we can give that a try. The, I have to be honest with you, the success rate isn't the highest right now, but we're working on it. Or, um, or you may exit the program. The choice is yours. I'd like to leave, please. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. I want to leave. Okay. Oh, I'm so heart sorry to hear that. Um, well, I will have to uh, look into how we go about starting that process. I'm just going to leave you here for a few minutes. Will you be all right? Yes, I'll be fine, thank you. Good job. I guess you're up there now. <laughs> you know, when I said you were a piece of evidence, this was for what I meant. <laughs> on my skin.
they said. <sighs> One dead, one wounded. Found at Malabrick. <laughs> an individual <laughs> out cowering in the shower. Lol. Covered in blood. Autopsy on the deceased. Gunshot wound. The upper left shoulder. <laughs> the deceased bled out for over an hour. forever and if you meant that then as long as we both be with me unless I can be with you Practice girl. Um, quite good, I think. I got Primavera down. Right. Uh, that's the um, Beethoven did that one, right? Or is it uh, Lud Ludwig? Uh, yes. It was Beethoven, Dad. Uh, I'm sure your mom might actually know that song, the cello. You two can actually play a piece together. Let's, uh, you know what? Actually, tell you what. Why don't you go ahead and get set up over the piano and I'll go grab your mom. Hey, honey, we believe what uh, your son just learned how to play. Uh, what, what was it again? Primavera. Primavera, have you played that? I bet it's been a long time. Uh, honey? 
Hello? Oh my god! Uh. Honey? Oh my god, is that mine? Honey! Call 911! Call 999 right now! Wait, get get right? downstairs! Get get some towels! Go downstairs! Right now! Honey! Honey, are you there? Oh god! No! Honey! Honey! No! Are you calling? Hurry! Stay with me. Honey! Please! Don't leave! No! Stay with me! No! Oh my god! I should've stayed! I should've stayed! I should've stayed! I should've stayed! I should've never left! I should've stayed! 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 No! Honey! I should've stayed. I should've stayed. Still kind of smells in here. Sorry. It's okay. It's a good. It got it got them to talk to us at least. <laughs> you know, I get I get that they're trying to get reactions from us, and sometimes that's leaving us alone. But I don't know. And this is coming from somebody who likes being alone. Person can only take so much isolation. We're just not built that way. I don't think. It's... It's not so much being alone, it's the not knowing. How's your neck feel? Looks like it's better. Feels fine. Man, that that doctor, he's he doesn't seem like very sure of himself or sure of what's going on here. He seems like he's just another pawn. I don't think he does know what's going on and there's Another Lindrum? Well, yeah. By the way he was acting, felt like someone with authority. Maybe a dad, mom, older brother. Something like that. Maybe it doesn't have to be older, but someone who made him nervous. Yeah. My bet is dad. I'd imagine. I was scared of my old man. I don't know about you. 
Yeah. He kept. He kept saying we, we, we just have each other. <laughs> I don't think he knows what's coming either, and that, that that was his way of saying that that's that's our strength, I, I guess. Well, if he's anything like the doctors I've known in the past, if uh, the prognosis was mostly positive, like a good chance that like a surgery would be successful. They come at a lot of optimism say a lot of good things but he's seen stuff happen with this program before and uh when I asked him if he believed in it he he hesitated so I'm guessing the percentage or prognosis for us actually getting better or whatever it's not good. It's not likely. Yeah. Yeah. But I confess, I came into this program with no small amount of pessimism, seeing as how nothing's worked thus far. You, you feel any sort of better? Better is a stupid term. <clears throat> no, it's I, We don't we don't have I, to get into it, you know. I feel different. I don't feel better. I feel <sighs> ill at ease, I guess. I can see some very minor improvements here and there, but I don't know. How about you? How do you feel? From uh, the time you got here till now? Still paranoid. There's a lot of stuff that hasn't gone away and probably never will. But I meant what I said when I don't talk to people normally. And this is a scenario where I've kind of had to and I wouldn't be talking to you I would ignore you and I would avoid eye contact if we were to see each other out in there so if I give them any credit at all uh, it's that I was in a scenario like this where I could even talk to someone to someone You remind me a little bit of my brother. Oh. He was, uh, I was always the, the talkative one of the family. He could always lose, lose himself in a crowd. He wouldn't, um, wouldn't talk, wouldn't stand out, but 
He was always just kind of there. And, um, that I can relate to a lot. Maybe that's well, why we get along. <laughs> well, I don't regret meeting you, Charles. The others I don't know as much, but speaking of, I. I'm worried. They just... They just grabbed Lydia. Yeah. I got you. I wonder if she'll reappear in a week and not know what happened. Maybe with a mysterious cut on her neck. Yeah. Or wherever I don't like that 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 strikes me as going too far I don't mind voluntary like I voluntarily uh, applied for the program I voluntarily take the pills I voluntarily do the journaling this was not voluntary as far as I can remember but that's the other thing that's the thing that's bothering me maybe it was voluntary and I just don't remember it maybe the drugs made me forget that I said yes to whatever it was but I'll tell you something Nadine She asked me to keep this a secret. What? So, um, if you come over to the the divider here, just gonna whisper so they can't hear us. Okay. You want me to pretend like you're looking at my neck or something? No, it's all right. Nadine showed me videotape of that week that I said was that was lost. Video of me walking around like I thought I did, going about my business. When I asked her about my neck. There was no, no tape of that. No video of anything happening to my neck. I had no, no fall, no cut, no surgery, no nothing. And the other thing, there was no video of me writing in my journal. You remember that, that passage I read to you that I said didn't look exactly like my handwriting yeah it wasn't there
so so what then I think there's only one person that knows everything everything else everybody else is just just gears only one person can see the watch the rest of us just turn on the dial Lover, how you doing? Uh, are you bringing Lydia back? I still have her notebook and things. I, I've been holding on to them, of course. Uh, uh, keep it. Uh, it, don't, it don't fucking matter. Uh, Hank, you've got, you've got a, do you have a bloody nose? Uh, yeah, yeah, don't worry though. It's it's not mine. Uh, what? Uh, I'm just packing up her shit. Uh, she's done. I'm sorry, what? She's done. Yeah, she's done. She, she completed the program? Sure. What? So much crap. Hank, how do you complete the program? I don't fucking know. She passed. Doesn't make any sense. I, where is she? Did, is she going home? Her and I have spoken. She didn't have anywhere to go, Hank. Why are you asking me this? You're in her room gathering all of her personal belongings. Where is Lydia? I don't fucking know. I'm just told to go clean up her shit and pack it up. By who? My bosses? Nadine? Nadine is your boss? I thought she was a nurse. Well, you know, pecking order and shit, whatever, right? Technicality. It, so she's like, she's ab absolutely gone. She didn't want to say goodbye or I don't anything. Know. She would have said goodbye. Maybe she's in a hurry. Hmm? I mean, in a I guess. Did, did she get her things? No, that's why you're, you're, I'm here, dumbass. I don't understand. Yeah, we are a little fucked up. That's why you're all here, right? Uh, that's what I've been told. Hank, what do you do here? Oh my god. I'm up. Do you see the fucking tag? I'm a. How do I put this for your dumb fucking brain? Your cattle. I heard it. 
And if you get out of line, you get a branding. I don't fucking know how to make this more simple for you. I'm just an orderly. Got it? So quit asking me all these fucking sciencey questions. I don't give a shit. Fucking Jesus. This is a shitty day. First, a patient punches me in the fucking face. Now I gotta deal with Jesus Lee. Like, just fucking spectrums. I swear to God. Oh, wait, is that. Do you, do you swear to God? Do you swear to God? Yeah. Whatever. Fuck him. God doesn't listen to the unworthy Hank. You're fine. Who punched you in the face? I'm not at liberty to say. Sure seems like you don't exactly command respect around here, does it? A lackey. A puppy. Doing as you're told. Fetch this, fetch that. You could do better. Anything. Maybe Would you like me, me to come around out? and beat the flying fuck out of you? Because I will. Would that get me out? What do I do with this? Someone? Anyone? No? Cool. Thanks for the help. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't. Who are you talking to? Fucking cameras. They don't. They're always listening and then. I sneeze and they fucking report. It's just, a, it's a thing. Don't worry about it. So you're like a patient. You're watched and ordered around and... Do they give you medication, Hank? What happened to you exactly? What do you mean? Why are you here? Huh? What? I think I have issues sleeping. Issues sleeping? Yeah, yeah, nobody, nobody fucked with you. Nothing, maybe mom, mom beat you. My Daddy private family you. life is exactly that. It is private, Hank. Ooh, I think and I, I hit don't a believe spark an orderly there, has a place Was poking mom? into that. Did mom hit you? Daddy touch you? What happened to you? Why are you, why are you here? Huh? Listen, there's all sorts of fucked up here. I've seen shit. Lots of fucked up shit. I spend day in, day now cleaning up your shit and piss and blood and your crying and your tears to wash it all up and put it down a drain pipe. What, you think your insults to me, your little stabs at me, telling me about your Jesus and your gods and don't get, do you think I give a flying fuck about any of that shit? No, at the end of the day, you're just another fucking cow. You're gonna come in, you're gonna moo and squat and clean and piss and eventually you're gonna get the brand and I'm never gonna fucking see you again. That's how it happens, all right? You got that? Huh? Eh? Hello, you got that? Did it go in? Now, can I finish packing this bitch's fucking clothes so that I can continue on going down the aisles, find someone else to punch me in the fucking face? Or do you wanna sit here and tell me all about it? Although I'll let you know that I'm not really on that pay grade, so I may or may not fucking listen or give a shit. It's all right, Hank. Just keep doing as they tell you. Yeah, yeah, I think I will. I think I will. All right, I tell you what, why don't you mind your own business? Do your Hail Marys and rub your rose, rosemary. What the, the fucking beat? You know what I'm talking about. All right. That's my shit. 
I'm out of here. Fucking later. Enjoy your day. Please, if Lydia can come back, please tell her to come no, back fuck and fuck you. Don't care. Something. She's not coming back. There's no coming back. Do not fret because of those who are evil, or be envious of those who do wrong. <sighs> For like the grass, they will soon wither, like green plants, they will soon die away. mind if I, um, <laughs> yeah, well done. Well done, everyone. I'm brave. 
Yeah. And, <laughs> and scene and breathe. Well done, everyone. Um, she's alive. Yeah, she's yeah. okay. We're okay. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for watching episode six of the Cerebrum Project. We're gonna do some shout-outs. Um, Zeke, would you like to start us off? You bet. Thank you. I'd love to. Hi, my name is Zeke the Third, and that's all. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, you can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore I. I, I. Oh, hold on. Sorry. <clears throat> uh, on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube, I'll be broadcasting tomorrow at 11 a.m. Pacific if you want to find me playing something that's much, much more lighthearted and forgettable. <laughs> all that shit. Man, thank you guys for watching. And uh, I hope you're enjoying it as much as we are. Um, God, I say this every week, but like, we're all in the fucking dark, man. We don't know what's going to happen from week to week. And it's, it's, that's what, I mean, sure, role-playing is usually like that. But like this one, th this, this kind of shit is, it's a, it's its own beast. It's its own animal, man. It's just coming in with like, uh, you know, hopefully a, a, a fearless attitude and a want to discover. And this show has been fucking amazing for that. So, uh, extra special kudos to, uh, to Safi. Yeah. That shit ain't easy, man. And I applaud your bravery and your, uh, your, uh, I couldn't think of the word solidity. No, that's not right. You're just you're just a solid role player, and I appreciate you. That's all. Thank you. <laughs> CK, you're up. No, nope. I got nothing. Okay, that was hella sad. She's an amazing role player and broadcaster. You can find her at Twitch.tv/slash Classy Katie. Yesy. Hell of a makeup artist. Yes, also, yes, also that. Yeah, uh, we knew this one was going to be a doozy. Um, yeah. And I'm sure you guys will go into, you know, decisions and things maybe or not. I don't know um, how much you guys are going to share and stuff. But um, <laughs> I will say it has been an absolute pleasure uh, role playing with all of you, but especially, obviously, um, Safi, you fucking killed it. It's crazy <laughs> to me that you came in, uh, you know. Can we not use that term? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> You just killed it and murdered it. <laughs> you slayed um, him. You knocked him down. Yeah, slayed him. No, I, you know, she mentioned some, like, you know, nervousness in the beginning of it, like, not sure where. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> As we all predicted and knew, you know, you're going to fucking kill, kill it. Sorry, I can't. I keep saying fucking kill it. I'm so, no, you know, no, we can use a little insane. chuckle. We can use a little chuckle, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um... Anyways, yeah, it's been an uh, absolute pleasure. And uh, this episode is... Everybody, hydrate yourselves, okay? Yes. Drink some water, take care of yourselves. I know it was uh, probably some people with misty eyes and stuff. Us two behind the scenes when we're not in there. But anyways, if you give a shit about me, because who gives a shit? Whatever. Uh, Gassy Mexican on anything. Uh, feel free to watch me if you want to. I'll be here next episode. But thanks for watching in general. And a big thanks to Sappy. Perfect. Thank you. Safi, you're up. You okay? You want me to skip? Actually, hold on. We'll we'll come back to Safi. 
Brad, you're up. Um, I don't think we will come back to Savvy. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is how I got. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I love you for this. I love you for that, man. Oh, uh, um, good God. Uh, I need that tension breaker. Double death episode. Yeah. Not easy. Um, my character is not going to like it. And uh, yeah, I think it is a real turning point for the show. So I'm super interested to see what the fuck you and Pax are up to for next time. Um, Smash Day was so good. Everyone killing it as usual. Safi, I don't even understand how you managed to do that. Um, Can we give a special awesome. shout out to uh, Young Brad Voice? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> that shit was great, dude. It was well, good. <laughs> yeah. The the, uh, the really, I guess the really weird thing is the um, weird, like, because I, I didn't even realize until the end of this that I had to run in when dad was calling at me and then I had to run in here at the end here. I, didn't, I don't yeah. know why I didn't even put those two things together. Um, so I guess I have to think on how that might affect, you know, baby Reed. Um, but yeah, it was really good, man. I don't know what to tell you. You guys are all smashing it out of the park every week. And, uh, it was a pleasure, Safi, to, um, not save your life. So. <laughs> the better ways of saying that, you. homie. Listen, the highest respect no, you can give exactly what I want. is best, you know, in the scenario. You get her out. Yes. By not giving it his Get her out of here. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. It was good. It was awesome, Safi. Well done. That's all I got. I don't stream or anything. He's lying, but okay. I'll let it slide this time. Fist. Well, wonderful, wonderful fist. Holy yeah. shit. I was going to say, too, I meant oh, to, to give, you, give you props for there for the not only the voiceover consistently throughout, but also. Should I uncover his face just for the. It's like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Wait, no, put it back. Put it back. I will remain uh, anonymous. <laughs> too bad. Now it's out there. Nice to see oh. you. Yeah. No, it was, ah. it was a beautiful, beautiful scene. Uh, between the two of you and it, it moved oh, it was horrifying yeah it was I was scared of you and it was just it was very good you made it flow with the tension it was great it was wonderful I'm gonna shut thank up thank you I don't like that character yeah, <laughs> I know <laughs> I hate it I hate it so much but uh, this was an incredibly heavy episode uh, I really don't know what to say other than uh, everyone in the show is insanely talented uh Shout out to Safi. That was incredible acting, and wow, I uh, I don't know what else to say. But uh, amazing job, and uh, definitely made me tear up during that uh, during that last part, Safi. My God, uh, I'm not. Uh, I mean, you can find me over at Twitch, and that I guess Fist of the Walrus, but. Uh, Thank you guys so much for having me on, and I'm sorry I'm such a dick. <laughs> I got a question for you. Did you get any acting tips from David Duchovny from Zoolander, being the hand model? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to, you know, do work Fabulous with what I had. Acting. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> I was actually a QVC model for, uh, you know, hand modeling. Mm -hmm. 
that helps. Double. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, Chris Pratt's hands in one of those movies. <laughs> I, uh, I was a stunt hands. <laughs> uh. I, be- I believe, Safi, can we come to you now? Are you okay? Okay. You're up. Hi everyone, I'm Safi. I played Lydia for you for the last time today. Um, there's like, there's so many thank yous that I want to give when I want to say. Everyone here is, I adore them so much. And especially to PB and Pax for what we tackled today was a very serious topic, which I know a lot of us hold very dearly and close to us. And I knew from the beginning when we would be attempting this, that I had to handle this with such delicate care. Because not only is this a small part of something that I I relate to, but this is other people's trauma and other people's everydays. Unfortunately, some other people's realities. So... I want to thank you all for allowing me the space to share this and for helping me do this in, in the right way. Zeke, when I first met you, we had a, a very awkward one-on-one Zoom call because I, <laughs> I got to get everyone together and me and Zeke sat and we chatted for 45 minutes about D&D and inside, I only told him this a few weeks later, I was fangirling so much because little 15, 16-year-old Saf used to sit and watch drop frames every week with their friends on TeamSpeak and then there I was sat talking to Ezekiel and it was like, oh my god, I, like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I'm going to be on the show with Ezekiel. <sighs> my younger self's heart was full. And you've been so kind, and I can't express like how much that meant to me. I hit it in all episode, and you're not gonna get me going now. I'm gonna look away right now. <laughs> I'm gonna look away. <laughs> That's so, so very kind of you, and I appreciate that. I'm glad that. I hope I I I really hope that I could be a force for good in the RP. You know, universe. You are. <laughs> CK, I promise I'll make this real quick. We can hug each other like... You're such a good friend to me and I adore you so much. I love how close we've become. And I'm cheesy. I will take the spiders and the snakes anytime. I adore them. Like, that's how we became so good friends. I love them. And I love her so much. And it's so nice, so we could just geek out with them. It's like, oh my god, you know, we're gonna get like a like a, a mixed breed albino corn snake one day. I'll uh, and I'll send her pictures, and she's like, oh wait, she's like, I want to send you something. And I was like, okay, I I on my tenancy, I can't have pets, and she's like, I'm gonna send you 500 geckos. And <laughs> I love it's you a drug, so man. It was like threats of friendship, man. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love you. I love you. Classy, hey Marvin. Hi, hi. I'm not gonna allow Classy with his his music in the background to yeah, get at me. Yeah, what is that bullshit? You bastard. <laughs> yeah. Taffy, okay, you sad. made this sad. Taffy, I just. I just it's almost like I do this the entire episode, and then like just. <laughs> 
it just naturally Chris happened. And then I started thinking, should I do this? Oh, well, it's too late now. So. Might as well. Uh, <laughs> it's been I'll great. Be it's been it's been really good. I'll be honest, I was very apprehensive at first of the idea of meeting you, but just we were just able to settle into it as if we'd known each other for years, and it's just been so good. So thank you for being able to RP alongside you. Absolutely, it's been a pleasure. Brad, you're a shit stain. <laughs> Never change. Yeah, just cut the music. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there, what a great way to transition out of that song. Perfect. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. I see how it is. <laughs> the very first thing I ever said to Safi, I didn't even say hello or nothing. She joined a random call and I just went, Is that a Victorian boy? Because she had this old, crappy microphone. It made her sound. Oh really yeah, different. I remember that. We were playing Among Ugh. Us and you were like, what? What the fuck? She just sounded like a <laughs> Victorian <laughs> London child. And it was crazy. It, it, it doesn't, she, you don't sound like it as much with this microphone, but oh man. It like was David Fern putting on so. one of his voices, Rusty Spoons or something. Yeah, the, <laughs> the first thing I did was just uh, immediately roast happy. So I deserve, I deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> I know you won't allow me to give you compliments, so I'll just DM them oh, later, well. make you cry. No, I'll, I'll, can, no, I can turn this. I think I can turn the stream off. I think I, have the power <laughs> I think it. you can actually. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've had my hand hovering over it just in case. Ready to go, yeah. Yeah, ready to go. Big red. I fire. don't know if that's wise though, because I, I think it's been so long since Brad's actually cried that it would just be like salt, like a salt yeah. trail from the tears, yeah. like left yeah. over. <laughs> My face just implodes like when Homer eats the super sour gummy thing or whatever. There you go. <laughs> oh, God. Your eyes just walk out of your face because you're asking them to do something they don't know how to do. Just quit. <laughs> like the bags. Uh, oh, God. Axe, would you like to do your shout out? No. Uh, no. But I will say, yeah, obviously this is um, Safi's last episode. So, yeah, one down. It, um, I'm glad we were able to explore uh, topics like this. Uh, we took a lot of care this week to make sure that we did it right, that it was tasteful. And I, uh, I hope that uh, you, in uh, the word enjoy maybe doesn't quite fit quite right, but I hope you, I hope the episode moved you in the right ways. Uh, it, did, it did a bit of a service to it as well. And more to come. Yeah perfect um yeah and as everybody has echoed here um we knew a little bit in advance that it would be safi's last episode with us today so be sure to check out her stream say hi to her um she's still going to be in the discord still going to be involved uh, around the show so we're not really really losing her um but uh, scheduling has come up that she can't actually be present for some of the rest of the episodes so it also allowed for us to explore an, uh, an avenue that we really haven't touched on before, and we did try our very damnedest to do it with care. Um, so as Pac said, I hope, I hope it moved you. Um, and I, it has given the players a lot of fuel for what happens next. All of us, really. <coughs> yep. So thank you for watching Cerebrum Project, and we'll be back 
next week with episode number seven. Mm-hmm.